Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. We give the Lord a clap offering. It says Jesus is the answer and for the world today. Amen. It is true. Amen. The longer you live in this life, at least if you are over 30 years, you realize there are issues, problems that no money can solve, no father, no mother, no wife or no husband can solve. You need a greater power. And it's Jesus. Amen. 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 He is the answer. Amen. Wow. Many of us, look at what our parents told us, what they taught us, the bad things not to do. We did not obey. It took only the power of the Lord, Jesus, to change us. Amen. Amen. And today to our prophesy that as you come, Jesus will be your answer. Amen. You will know Jesus as the answer. Amen. You know him as the answer. Amen. Jesus, the answer. Amen. Amen. We have a campaign we call Jesus the Answer Campaign. We're in a big banner, Jesus the Answer. Several times people have come to correct me. Say it's not Jesus the answer, it's Jesus is the answer. I tell them, no, no, no. I know my grammar. This is how I want it. Jesus, the answer. Amen. He is the, the answer. Amen. Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap of praise. <laughs> Once again, I welcome you onto today's service. Amen. You'll be blessed. Amen. Now, last week, we went back. Amen. To remind ourselves that the purpose of the church the purpose of the coming of Christ Jesus is not our desires, amen, but for our salvation, amen, that the main purpose is eternity because we are strangers on this earth. And one thing for sure that I can guarantee we all have, which is death, but after death, life will continue. Um, now, if you really want to know whether life continues, it's not difficult. Go to YouTube. Just type, just type YouTube. Just type near-death experiences. You will see people from all race, all classes, every country, every continent. Believers, unbelievers, different religions who have died and medically they were dead and they came back and they will tell you they entered into another world. They will tell you a different story, but all there's one center story, they met a light. They saw another world that is much beautiful. And that is why Jesus what came. No matter what, do not forget about that. Matter of fact, the Bible says, what shall a prophet? Jesus himself said, what shall a prophet a man when he gains the whole world? and lose what he sold. So the interest of Jesus is not what you want. 
first and foremost, it's your salvation. Because some of the things you want, even maybe a drug dealer can give to you. Amen. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes, Satan can even give to you. Offer the world to Jesus. Amen. But salvation, eternity, no other except Christ Jesus. So last week, we, we look at it to remind ourselves that no matter what we do, we shouldn't forget the main purpose. Amen. This is not a club. It's not a society. Amen. It is a holy congregation, a sacred what? Assembly. Amen. So he's here. But then last week we saw that even though that is the case, he's not against whatever you want. He, because he said the things that the pagans seek after he what? Give to you. So it's not against money. It's not against riches. We read scripture that he even said he will give you what? Riches. It's not against marriage. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. But his purpose is your what? Salvation. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Today, I would like to continue. But I would like us to look at the other side of the coin. So Jesus came, or God sent him for salvation. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him, what? Will not perish, but have a lot of husbands. <laughs> a lot of cars. Have what? Everlasting what? Life. So the purpose why God sent Jesus, his son to die, is only everlasting life. That is the purpose. Amen. But at the same time, God knows, and Christ himself knows, that on earth, human beings have problems. And he knows it, amen, that there are problems that until God comes in, it will be there. Yeah, yeah. praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. It will be there. So because of that, when he came, he was aware of it. So even though he came for eternal life, he also made provision to help us with our troubles, to help us with what? our challenges because this world is full of troubles and this world will be full of troubles praise the Lord Jesus because the world is in decay amen so there are troubles in this world as a pastor I've come against problems that even when I go to, into prayers all I can say is God neither I'm not in the problem because the problem is overwhelming Amen. Praise the Lord. So human beings have what? Problem. So even though Christ came for salvation, he also have interest in you. He also have interest in your life on earth. He also has interest in your well-being. He also has interest on how well you live. Matter of fact, if you live well as a Christian, it brings him what? Glory. Amen. So, but... It's up to you. It's what? Up to you. So I want us to look at it today so that you realize that he's also interested in you, whatever you are interested. So God will not necessarily give you a car or a house. But if you want, you desire a car or you desire a house, he will help you get a car. He will help you get what? A house. Remember, Car is not a definition of success or prosperity, even though we use it. In the days of King Solomon, there were no cars. 
Uh, they were very rich, isn't it? Uh-huh. There were no heating, central heating. But they lived luxurious, luxuriously. Amen. So I'm just saying to say that many of the things that we need, it means nothing to God. But if you need it, if you want it, God will help you. There's nothing wrong what if you have it. But then it depends on you. This is why there are poor pastors. Yeah, there are pastors who are very poor that they must even pray for what to eat. Yeah, because some of them, you hear them say, oh, me, I don't like this worldly riches. I don't like it. it. All I want is God. And by your confession, so will it be. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you have God and you add the worldly riches, what will it do? It will do good, isn't it? It will rather help what? The kingdom of God, isn't it? You see, but they say it, they don't know. You musicians say, I want that, I don't want the cars, I don't want the houses. All I want is God, which is good. So you have God, but you won't have the house and the cars. But you'll be praying for rent, isn't it? But you can have God and have the cars and what? The houses as well. Even though He's not for the cars and what? Houses. But He understands that on this earth, you need it. Praise the Lord Jesus. So I want us to look at it. Now, Many people come to Christ because they have problems. Many people, Christ will be calling them, they will never come. It is trouble that forces them to come to Christ. There's nothing wrong with it. Amen. There's nothing wrong with it because some came for the bread. Amen. But when you come to Christ with your troubles and your problems, there are two ways. Either you hand it to Christ for Christ to help you with your problems and see you through what? Your troubles. Or you just come and you want, you are just interested in what? Your troubles. Now, I've seen over the years as a Christian, as a pastor, that those who come because of their troubles. And, you know, when I was a young pastor, I used to think, that when people come because of their problems and God do it for them, they will stay. But I've learned it's not true. <laughs> Whether God do it or don't, those who stay what? Stay. Uh-huh. So I've seen two groups of people, those who come with problems to God, which there's nothing wrong, because this world is full of problems. Real human beings have real problems. Amen. I'm yet to see someone who, are, who doesn't have a problem. I'm yet to see I haven't seen anybody yet, including pastors, including myself. I have problems. I have problems. <laughs> the only thing is that maybe my problem will be different from yours, but I have problems. You, 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 I can tell you something. <laughs> um, but it's been better. It's getting better by God's grace. Amen. So uh, one comes with the problems to God, and he wants the problem solved, and now he follows God for the problems to be solved. And those groups always, I see, maximum within three years, their problem gets solved. Because we have different types of problems. You see, things do not just happen overnight. When a person is big, or let me use the word fat, I know you don't like it, but I want to be clear. It, it did not happen what? Overnight. It's a long process of years. So when people want to lose weight and they want it overnight, many a time they never lose weight. Because you can't lose weight what? Overnight. You go through what? A process. Depending on how big you are and the habit that brought about what? 
the weight. So things take time. Things take time. When you give birth, after 10 years, the child is not fit to do anything fruitful, isn't it? Anything economical. Am I lying? After 16 years, the same. So things take what? Time. Praise the Lord Jesus. So it's the same thing. If you want change, if you want a way out of your troubles, if God is going to help you, it takes what? Time. And remember, the time only start, start taking when you start working on it. The moment you stop, it stops. Praise the Lord Jesus. So I just want us to look at it. Amen. Because we have problems and we have problems. And I want us to understand that God for us, but it's up to us. Whether our problems will be there or be gone depend on us in connection to God. It doesn't depend on God. It depends on us. But John 16, verse 33. John 16, verse 33. Uh, if you don't have a Bible and you want a Bible, we have Bibles at the back. And we can go for Bibles. I mean, I think by now you have to unplug that thing and remove it from the Bibles. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, it's good to always bring a Bible to the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord, it's better than a phone or a tablet. Why? Because all the days you are by yourself, you can use the phone or what? The tablet. If you don't open the Bible with time, the art of opening Bible will be lost. The Bible will become more strange. So many of us is in the church that we can take advantage to open what? The Bible. And another thing too is when you read it for yourself, it's different. It has a certain impact on you. Amen. Amen. But understand, sometimes I am too fast and it's very easy to use the what? Phone. Tablet. Amen. Uh, or the phone. John 16, verse 33. Hallelujah. John chapter 16, verse 33. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. I have told you these things mm -hmm. so that in me you may have peace. Mm -hmm. In this world you will have trouble. Mm -hmm. But take heart, I have overcome the world. In this world, you have what? Trouble. trouble. So this world is full of what? Trouble. Troubles. But look at what he says. He said, take what? Heart. I have overcome, overcome the, world. the world. And before he said, I say, in me, you have peace. Meaning this world that is full of trouble. He has overcome the world and its troubles. So in him... In him, we can live in this world full of trouble, and we will have what? Peace. peace. So the, this is the first key. If you have troubles, it's up to you. And you want God to help you with the troubles, it will have to be in him. Mm -hmm. It cannot be beside him. It cannot be by you. No, this is if you want him to help you. You have to be in him. You cannot be in the world and move in the world and expect the peace of Christ in your finances, in your marriage, in your career, in your life. It has to be in him. Because in this world, you have what? Troubles. Amen. Amen. But he has overcome it. So that is why in him, you can have what? Peace. So he has told you that this world is full of what? 
troubles. But in him, you can have what? Peace. peace. So once again, the choice comes to you. Do you want peace for your troubles? It is possible. That is if you have troubles. But if you don't have troubles, I can give you one for me to help me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But in him, you have what? Peace. Troubles. So he knows that this world is full of what? Troubles. troubles. And he knows that because of his full of trouble, because he has overcome, this is Christ Jesus talking, the world, he's able to give you what? Peace. Peace. And he understands that you will come because you have trouble. He understands that many of us will not come because we love him, but it, will, it is trouble that will force us what? to come to him, which he understands. So if you've come to Christ, or that is what brought you to Christ, there's nothing wrong. It is normal. Because when you read John chapter 6, verse 24 20 to 27, you will see that the Bible said, some came for the bread. Bible said they were seeking for Christ Jesus. They were looking for Christ Jesus. And when they saw Christ, they said, ah, we've been looking for you. We seek you. And Christ said, I know, but you didn't come for the signs and what? Wonders. Wonders. But you've come because of the bread. Amen. Meaning, they didn't come because they love God or they came because of what they want. Benefits. Mm. But it's not a problem. Please, let's read it. Amen. John 6, mm -hmm. 24 to 27. Mm -hmm. Once the crowd realized mm -hmm. that neither Jesus nor his disciples mm -hmm. were there, mm -hmm. they got into the boats and went to Capernaum mm -hmm. in search of Jesus. Mm -hmm. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I say, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. Amen. So Amen. he said, you are looking for me, you've come, not because you saw, because of the signs and wonders. Now the Bible says God confirmed Christ Jesus by signs and what? Wonders. So in other words, they didn't come to Christ because he's the Messiah, but because of the food, the bread, the benefits. But Jesus wasn't annoyed. He didn't say that is wrong, but he gave them a key. He said, do not work, do not live for these things, but live for what? The eternal what? One as what? Well, so even though our problems bring us to God, when we come, we must now look at God. Amen. We must now what? Look, look at, at God. God. If you don't look at God, your problems will wrap you. And God cannot get through to you. Or you cannot walk with God. Amen. That Amen. in him, he will give you peace by helping you with what? Your problems. So you, it's like all you want from God is what? The bread. Mm. Your problems. But he will feed you. As for the bread, there's no problem. But if you come only for the bread, you miss out what? A lot. Because see, whatever your challenges are, whatever your troubles are, believe it, it is because of something. Whether you know it or you don't know it, whether you agree to it or you, things do not what? Happen. It's because of something. Whether it is your fault or someone's fault, it is because of something. It is because of something you didn't do, something or something you did. 
and more likely you are still doing that or you are still not what doing that so when god is dealing with you when god is seeing through he shows you all this thing because if you are dirty because you jump in the muddle puddle and we just wash you you go back into it if you don't know that's what made you what dirty so if God wants to clean you, he might not necessarily clean, but he, must first, he might first make you know that this is the cause of the death. And don't go inside again. Don't even pass by it to be tempted. And if you don't get that, he won't watch you because he knows it's cost 90. But if you get that, he will wash you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? Anyway, this is just an example. So the John we read said some came for the bread, the benefit, mm. which there's nothing wrong. Why is it that there's nothing wrong? Act 10, 38 says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. For what? And Bible says he went around doing what? Good. good. So he is a good God. He does good. Amen. So when we bring our problems, when we have problems, he what? Help us. He Amen. does what? Good. So, please read it for us. Act 10, verse 38. Mm -hmm. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. How he went around doing what? Good. Good. Doing what? Good. good. So he does good. God might do me good, for example, for example, by giving me a job. A specific job because maybe without him I can God might do you good by healing you you understand maybe that is your problem maybe you have a but he does good he's a good God he does good he does good that's why sometimes you just come you have your motives and everything but yes still he will do you good mm. he will what do, do you good, good. by intervening what in that problem and he will do you good I know him as a good God, but this is what I want to tell you. In order for him to do you good, in order for him to help you with your problems, it depends on you. Amen. And how does it depend on you? You must be willing, willing to allow him to. When you come to him, you don't get to lead him. You don't get to show him how. You don't get to show him when. He doesn't even discuss with you the plan. It is so him. And many Christians don't get this about God. You see, you know he's called the Lord, the mm. Lord. And the Lord, the, the Greek, the Greek, the, the Greek word is kuros, K-U-R-I-O-S, kuros which means master. So he is the master. Whenever God is dealing with you, you are not a co-equal. Even if you have a relationship with him as a friend, he is the master. So when you bring, in fact, let's read that scripture. Matthew 22, uh, Romans 8 verse 37. So the problems you have, with God, note, everything I'm saying is in connection with God. If you want God to help you, if you want Christ who has overcome the world and has peace, if you want to dwell in his peace, if you want him to overcome the problems of your world for you, 
in regards to that, you must know that he is the master. Please read it for me. Romans 8, 37. Verse 27? 37. 37. Yeah. Romans 8, 7. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Sorry, did I say Romans 8, 37? Yeah. Sorry, mighty 22, 37. Sorry, we'll come back to the Romans. But it's the mighty I want, sorry. Mighty 22, 37. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew 22, mm -hmm. verse 37. Yes. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. So he said, Love the Lord, the Lord, what? Your, your God. God. So the word Lord there is kuros, which stands for master. So love the master, your God. Mm -hmm. So God is our master. So when you want him to help you, you must first know that he is the master. The word master there is key. We take orders from the masters. The master doesn't consult us. The master is not democracy. The master dictates. The master doesn't necessarily explain himself. So when you want God to help you, you must make sure you see him for who he is, that he is the master. You see Christ that he's the one who has overcome the world which is full of troubles. And he is the one who is going to give you your peace. Who is going to free you from those troubles. Who is going to set in, in and intervene in those troubles. You see, the moment you seem like that, everything what changes. Because if you don't see him like that, he will say one and you say two. <laughs> Oh, many Christians are like that. It's like you are competing with the God that you've come to help you. You are challenging him. But the master, the master is always in front of us. He's always in front of us. The Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd is always in front of the sheep. We are, he's always in front of us. We are to follow what? Him. him. So the first thing is to see him as the master. Because he's interested in your problem. But to see him as the master solver of that problem, he cannot lead you into the peace. He cannot free you from what? Those problems. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I think we are not getting. Let's look at more scriptures. <laughs> look at a scripture, Philippians chapter 4. Verse 13. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Say. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Hallelujah. All I'm saying here is God is interested in our problems. If you have God and God is with you and you're a Christian, I believe within three years you must, your problem. You must see God intervention in your problem. Amen. Amen. Why do I say three years? Because there's a job I'll apply for right now. They'll say I don't qualify. But if I go to university after three years, they'll say now nah, I what? Qualify. Qualify, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus ministered on earth what? Three, three years. years. And his ministry was what? Over, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And all the disciples became fit. Amen. So it's just a guide. It's not like anything. Amen. But of course, 
there's something that brought about the problem. If you go back to that thing, the problem what? Come back. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. So now look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Okay. Uh, NIV, okay. It's okay. But from now NIV, please. Okay. So note, it says, I can do all things, note, through him who gives me strength. Mm -hmm. So the all things you can do, it is true, but it has to be true Christ. If it's not true him, you can't do all things. Mm -hmm. The problems will be there. And we all have unique problems. Mine might be employment. Amen. Yours might be something else. His might be something else. But you see, your problem, you know, because that is what you've been struggling with. And if that problem is going to be solved, if you want God, I mean God, if you want home office, it's different. And many a time, even home office, you need God, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. If you want if it's different. But if your wife, you need God. Uh -huh. <laughs> Amen. But it has to be true Christ. Not, not with Christ, not with him. Through him. I can do all things through Christ. We must understand this. I'll show how through him. It has to be through him. Mm -hmm. It has to be through him. It has to be true in him. He is the way, isn't it? Yeah. It has to be true in him. So it means you must go through him. It is true in him that you can do what? All, All things. things. So if you need him, it must be him fully. What he says regarding that situation must be everything for you. Even if it contradicts your understanding. Romans, now let's read the Romans, please. Romans chapter 8, verse 7. Romans chapter 8, verse 7. Look at it. Amen. 37. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Mm -hmm. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Say so we are more than conquerors, conquerors. but note, through him. So you don't conquer your fears or your challenges, especially if you want him to help you by having your own game plan and needing his assistance. You, you, you waste time. I've seen people go, go up and down, done everything. It, it's, it's true Christ. It's true Christ. We are more than what? Conquerors. True what? Christ. Him. Mm -hmm. True him. Mm -hmm. If your problems are not getting solved, it is more likely you haven't handed it all over to him. You haven't accepted him as the Lord of you. You are not going through him. It's not through him. Even though you are saying you, you, you are looking at other ways. You are having some manipulation. Other ways, through other avenues, not through him. But trust me, if you want him, if you see, I might need money. Maybe I'll decide this money, I'll get it from bank. You see, if I want it from bank, I don't get, I don't need Christ, isn't it? But that's if the bank will give me, amen. <laughs> <laughs> you see, 
So I can go to the bank and nothing, I won't get the money. I want it from a friend. And the friend will say, oh, sorry, you know, nothing, blah, blah. Amen. But if I'm, if I'm doing that and I'm claiming God, that I'm false, it's not true Christ. But if I go through him, he might let me get it through the bank or through what? The friends. Please, do we get the difference? Mm-hmm. So the only reason why we've read these two scriptures is to show us that it is true Christ. It, 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 when it comes to God, when we want it from God, it will be through him. It will be by him. Yeah. Amen. When we want it from God, because there are things in our life that it will take only God. Until we give it wholly to God in relationship as he is the master. He is the one who has overcome the world. We, we, we will struggle. There's a lot of things as a pastor that uh, I'm talking about good things, very good things that I'll not be involved in. Why? Because there are things that are good, but God is not part of it. So because I'm a pastor, because I want his presence to be with me all the time, I won't be part of it. Yeah, God can give you something and he himself doesn't like that thing. He gave it to you purely because you want. He gave King Saul to them because they wanted a king, but he was against Saul. So the slight mistake Saul made, say, away. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Look at Matthew 19.26. Today all I'm saying that if you have problem, there's nothing wrong. But if you really want your problem to go, you must submit it wholly and fully to Christ Jesus. Amen. Mighty chapter 19, 26. Jesus looked at them Mm -hmm. and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So all things are possible with God. With God. Your impossibilities, they are possible with God. Maybe it's impossible with you. Because we all have things that is impossible. Parents will know better. Try changing that child. <laughs> Your own child, see how it could be impossible. You see? So there are things that are impossible. But if you want it to be possible, it has to be with God. And if it's going to be with God, He is the master. Amen. He is the master. He doesn't what? Follow us. He, he doesn't go by our way. He doesn't go by our standard. Because even, I'm sure for us, when we are cooking right now, we all have a, the same food, rice and peas. Mm. But we all have a different way of cooking it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So imagine if God would do anything by people's standard. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So it will be his standard. It will be by his way. So it is very important that whatever you want God to do for you, find out his word regarding it. Of course, you have to obey the word of God in general. But your specific challenge, find out the word of God regarding that specific thing. And follow, obey the word to the maximum conclusion. Because the only way you follow him, the only way he leads you is the word. Any other thing you hear or you see or you dream is just to 
direct you, enforce it, but the word is everything. And the word talks about everything. You name your challenge, and I'll show you in the Bible what you are to do or not to do. Yeah. And it's amazing sometimes when people come with complex issues and you give them a simple word of God, they don't believe it, they don't do it. Yeah. Mark chapter 10, 46 to 51. This scripture always blew my mind. And it is interesting. And now it is much more interesting, especially from the day God showed me what I'm about to share to you. Mark chapter 10, 46 to 51. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Then they came to Jericho mm-hmm. as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd mm-hmm. were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimus, which means son of Timaeus, mm-hmm. was sitting by the roadside begging. Mm-hmm. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Amen. Amen. So the Bible said there was a blind man. Jesus was just passing by and he was shouting, Son of David, have mercy on me. Rabbi, have mercy on me. And people were like, be quiet, you're blind. <laughs> we have important issues. The Bible said Jesus heard him and said, let him come. So they brought the blind man to Jesus. Remember, the blind man said, help me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Jesus, help me. But the Bible said, Jesus asked the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Didn't he see he's blind? <laughs> he saw it. But it could be that he wants money. Mm. Yeah, I've come across people who are sick. I've, matter of fact, there was a time I was praying for a lady, and I saw a blockage, something in the spirit, like blocking it. And the Lord said, this is the reason why she's not getting healed. And the Lord gave me the understanding. It's like, the benefit she's getting because of the sickness, like she, she like it. So even though she says she wants to be healed, deep down, you see me, I don't know your heart, but God knows every heart. She doesn't really want to be what? Healed. You see? So the blind man wants man. So Jesus asked him, he came to him face to face. He's blind by asking, what do you want me what, to do for you? And he was specific. So I want to see. So God is always asking us, what do we want him to do? Sometimes we even beat around the bush. Sometimes we ask so much, but we ask nothing. Because even before God, we try to pretend, we try to cover up. How can somebody call you, Pastor, I'm in deep trouble. I want you to pray for me. Pray for me. Okay, what should I pray about? You pray that God should intervene. 
I've had that several times. I'll just say, okay, and when I put the phone down, anything I'm doing, I'll just carry on doing that thing. You go out of my memory. <laughs> oh, yeah, you go out of my memory. No, it's, it's pride and insult. Pray. It, no, we don't pray like that. Prayer is real. Yeah. So he said, what do you want me to do for you? He was standing in front of the blind man. He said, bring him. They brought him. So the question is, what do you want God to do for you? Don't be like, if he does it, I like it. If he doesn't do it too. And one of the religious answers you get from we Christian is whatever the will of God is. Oh, what do you want to say what the will of God is? No, 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 no. Your own is, the, Jesus said, when you pray, pray that me, my will be. But what do you want? What is your desire? What do you want? Be honest to yourself, if not to man, before God. And say, God, this is what I want. By you, let it be possible. Through you, let me overcome. With you, let me what? Have it. And now let him lead you. Surrender totally to him. Because if you don't surrender totally, he can what? Lead you. you. <laughs> Trust me. Because it's your choice. The Lord is always watching. He never forces. He never forces. He never forces. When you read Revelation, let's read it. It says, I stand at your door and what? And knock. knock. If any man open the door to me, I shall what? Come in. Walk in. I shall mm-hmm. come in. What does he mean? He will never what? Budge yes. in. Mm-hmm. He will never force himself in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. But he's knocking. He's there. Yes. But what do you want? Mm-hmm. You see, because many a times do we know what it entails to have what we want through the Lord with the Lord, but we want shortcut. Yes. But see, if it's going to be from God with God, no shortcut will lead you to. Yeah. Two years ago, I told a woman, she, she, she spoke to me about something, finances. And I said, listen, uh, DWP is have a saving for low-income people. Uh, save any money you save. At the end of the two years, they will, give, they will add 50%. To it. So when you save mm. 2,000, they will add 1,000 pounds to it free mm. at the end of uh, two years. Amen. And if you do it for the end of four years, they will add 100%. Mm. So I told her then it's 50 pounds. She said, There's no money. I said, Do a direct debit. Because see, whether you do it or not, the money will not be enough for the month anyway. Mm. But if you do it within two years, you'll be surprised that you have 2000 She just called me that she did it, and two years has come. Mm. I've forgotten. We were in St. Peter's Road when I told her. that I realized right now two years has come. But all her life, she has never had £1,000 cash in her house, even though she's been working. Her mother, mm. yeah, but the money comes, it goes. By the time the money lands, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> You see, so I'm saying this to say, you see, whether you do the exercise or not, whether you obey the word of the God or not, the one year will come, the two years will come, the four years will come, but if you haven't done, you'll still be the same. Yes. Amen. But if you mm-hmm. do it, you'll get there. Yeah. You see? So 
with God, you must understand that whatever the prizes with God, if, if you want it with God, it will be that. He never lowered the standard. Jesus never lowered the standard. Amen. Amen. It will be so. So the revelation, please. Revelation 3, yes. verse 20. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Mm-hmm. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Amen. Do you think he cannot open the door? <laughs> he can't, isn't he? Yes. He can't even break it. But he never does that. Because he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. The fruit of the spirit is gentle. Yes. You must allow him in. If you reserve, you will not enter. Yeah. I mean, even we, when we come to your house and we see that, even though we can have some res- reservation, we don't want to come again, isn't it? Do we? No. We don't want to come again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much more the master? So I'm saying this to say that the problem is not an issue with God. Because you can do all things through Christ. Mm. With God, that which is impossible with man is possible Possible. with him. Mm. But it's up to you to give it to him. And make up your mind that he will be in charge. There are no more gimmicks. Mm. No more manipulation. Mm -hmm. No more self-respectability. No more covering of things. Do it cover things on humans us, but not before God not with God in God say this is my weakness in God be specific when you are specific with God you also get an aim you get a vision without knowing and God is able to work with God he is a good God he has overcome your troubles so that but you will not have it until in him you have what that peace. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 10 to 20. It is your choice. It is your choice. There's a way out. The business of God, if we say God has a business, the business of God is transforming people. Mm. It's transforming life. Yes. I have seen it. Myself, I'm one of it. And I've seen a lot of people. Yeah. But will you allow him to transform you? Yeah. Will you allow him from a sinner to a righteous person? From an addict to one who is not an addict? From a poor person to a rich person? Will you allow him? That one, the choice is yours. Mm. It is yours. He's for you, but he's your, it is your choice. Mm-hmm. Because whether you are poor or rich, he doesn't benefit, he doesn't gain. He doesn't get hurt. He's there, he's there. He's Lord. He, you understand? Mm. So it is you. So if you that you want, you will not pay the price for it. He's just there. Not like it has got nothing to do with him. His whole interest will be because you have interest in it. Mm. So if you don't have interest, what do you want me to do? Give me your shirt. Okay, have my shirt. Mm-hmm. Imagine the blind man. Mm. You understand? Note, he was passing. He, he passed by him. So imagine if he didn't call. Yes. He will be gone. Yes. He will be gone. So when it comes to your problems, God wants to, but it depends on you. It depends on you. Mm-hmm. And it's not only prayer. Prayer is just 10%. But the 90% is what you must do and not do. 
Amen. Look at Deuteronomy 30, 10 to 20. Hallelujah. Because, okay, Deuteronomy 10, 10 to 20. 30, Deuteronomy chapter 30, 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. If you obey the Lord your God mm -hmm. and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea, so that you have to ask, who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us, so we may obey it? No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him and to keep his commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and to worship them I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed you will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Amen. Amen. So he said, I have set before you life and death, death. Mm -hmm. blessing and curse is before you. Mm. Life and death. Blessing and curse. Curse is negative. Yes. It's before you. But he did advise them that they should choose what? Life. life. Will you choose life or death? Every action of us brings life or death. Life in your marriage or death in your marriage. Life into your finances or death into your finances. Life in your relationship or death. Every action. Life in your career or death. Death means negative. Life means plus. So it is a choice. But now he gave the keys. The reason why we read um, from the 10 to the 20, he gave the keys that, you see, in a certain sense, 90% of the time in our heart, we just know what we need to do in connection to the word of God to eventually have life. So he said the word is in your heart. It's not far from you. Obey it. And he said it's not difficult. It's not something that is impossible that you cannot do. You see, when God tells me to do press at 50 every morning, I mean, not, without stopping, I mean, that's impossible. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it, I tell you. <laughs> Amen. You see, but the word of God, uh, the things is in it. Many a time, if you are not a Christian, you know they are what? Good things. To, mm. Many a time when I talk to people, I say, listen, you don't even need to be a Christian to know that this is wrong. Because even when we're in the world, we know that, that we're wrong. 
You see, so what you actually need to do in order for you to enter life and prosperity, prosperity means success, not just riches is financing, but prosperity means success. You know it's 70% of the time, at least. It's in your heart, and it's not an impossible thing for you to do. The challenge is we try to undermine it. We try to play with it. We try to feel like, oh, I have time on me. I can do it, or manipulate God in it. And by that way, we get nowhere. Because if you obey it, then it will go well with you. Mm. If you don't obey me, it will not what? Go well with you. And God, as I said, is not waiting for us. He's the master. He just watches us. Maybe he wept, he weeps and cry. But that's all. Because it's our choice. It is our choice. It is our choice. Yeah. It is our choice. Yeah. It is our choice. You see, when you say you're a Christian and you are still smoking. And you think it's difficult. Do you know the number of Christians who have stopped smoking? Do you think it was easy for them? No, they were determined because they knew it would do what? Damage. Mm -hmm. It was doing damage. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying it's not difficult. Of course, it comes with a price. But do you want your problem to be or to go? If you want it to go, that is the price. Mm. Every price is different. You know the price. You know the price. Yeah. Please, are we getting it? Yes. So it is our choice. Yeah. But God is a good God. God is in the transformation what business. Look at another scripture, please. Mighty chapter 7, 13 to 14. Mighty chapter 7, 13 to 14. Amen. There's no problem that is bigger than God. There's no problem that God cannot see you out. But it depends on you. Hold on you. As a pastor and as a Christian, I've always seen two people come to the Lord with the same issue. And maybe after a year or two, one, those issues are no more there. Or even if the issues are there, it doesn't have the damaging effect on them anymore. And the other, the issue is still there and even worse. And there's always one thing clear between them. The one that the issues are not there or not having the damaging effect, they have God is everything, obeying the word. And the other one, you know, they think they are smart. They think they can get it from God. <laughs> and, you know, they think they can manipulate. Yeah. But it went up, you go in circles. Because there is a cause. There is a cause. There's always a cause. And the cause is not necessarily breaking or binding. It could be what you are doing or what you are not doing. Or what you are not getting or not understanding. And it's on that path that you begin to see. And now you understand. And now you recognize. So until you follow him on that path, with him, through him, it will be there. Mm. Try it and see. You try it <laughs> and see. It will be there. But God transforms and changes. Amen. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is his speciality. Mm -hmm. Please read it for me. Matthew 7, mm -hmm. verse 13. Mm -hmm. To 14. To 14. Mm -hmm. Enter through the narrow gate, mm -hmm. for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Mm -hmm. And many enter through it, mm -hmm. but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. This is a popular scripture, isn't it? Yes. But note, say, enter through the choice. It's once again yours. Mm. <laughs> narrow gate or broad gate. Yeah. Narrow path or what? Broad path. But as will advise you, he has advised that choose the narrow what? Mm. one. But the choice is yours. The choice is yours. It, it is yours. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. He always advises you by his word, by dreams or visions. But the choice is yours. The choice is yours. But I'm saying that choose well. Because if you choose the narrow, you see, the narrow gate is narrow. You see, you are comfortable. But after you enter, now you're free, isn't it? But that one leads to life and not distraction. But the broad one leads to distraction. Distraction of your health. Destruction of your finances, your marriage, other children. Because I want to be comfortable. You cannot stay a year, two years. What was the point? Paying two years of doing like this, and after you are free forever, or trying to be like this, and every now and then, you have to be like this for the rest of your life. Which one is easier? <laughs> to me, paying two years be like this, and after I'm free forever. Yeah, but the reason why I read this is to show you that the choice is yours. Just like he's knocking, the choice is yours. In connection to your problems, your difficulties, he is for you. But it will be with him, through him, by him. So until you allow him, he can't do anything. And with him, note, he is the master he comes to help you, but he is the master. So when he comes, he takes the lead. <laughs> what I like about the Lord is he doesn't, he doesn't pretend. He just speaks it as what? Okay. It is plainly. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy again, 12 verse 28. You see clearly that I say, if you obey this regulation, this command, it may, it will always go well with you. It will always go well with you. Trust me, it will always go well with you. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 28. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Be careful to obey all these regulations mm -hmm. I am giving you, mm -hmm. so that it may always go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is good and right in the eyes of the Lord your God. Amen. So if you want it to go well with you, meaning less problems, so now even your problem is not, you have so much food, and your problem is not to eat much, isn't it? Mm. That's is a better problem than starving. Yes. <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So he said, if you want it to go well with you, then do what? Follow. Please check your Bible. He said, <laughs> then, then pray and fast. Please be careful. No. Let's go back. 12 Obey. 20. Obey what? All his commands. All his what? Commands. 
all his commands. Why? So that he may go what? Well, well with you. Amen. Of course, if you obey all his commands, you will pray and you will fast. But that is 2% of a lot of things you must do mm -hmm. and you must in what? Do. Mm -hmm. Even though you, are, you must do, especially the prayer, daily. But it comes with obedience. That's why I say you must identify your specific challenge and search for the specific word of God regarding that challenge. And make sure at least you obey that one word fully. Amen. You obey it what? Fully. John chapter 15, 7 to 8. Jesus said this about prayer. He said, if you remain in me, and I in you, and my words remain in you, mm -hmm. then whatever you ask for shall be what? Given, given unto, unto you. You. Mm -hmm. you see, but before he said he'll give it to you, there was what? Terms. John 15, 7 to 8. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. If ye abide in me, mm -hmm. and my words abide in you, mm -hmm. ye shall ask what ye will, mm -hmm. and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Okay. Amen. So he said, if you abide me, is that King James or NIV? King James. Okay. I said read NIV, but it's okay. No, it's all right. So the King James say abide is the same thing. The NIV say remain in me is the same thing. So he said, if you remain in me and note my words, remain in me. Note my words remain in you. Mm -hmm. Then, or the NIV say, ask whatever you wish, and it shall be given unto you. But first, before he give you your prayer request, what you want him to do, you must remain in him, and his words must remain in you. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, it is to God's interest that you abide, you'll be fruitful. Because, you see, when your troubles are God, say God is what? Glorified. So God is interested. That's why I keep saying he is interested in your problems and your challenge. But you must give it to him. Because if you could have done it, then by now that problems or challenge shouldn't be there. Mm. And when you give it to him, he always, the master, he take absolute what? Control oh. over it. Yes. He, he also wants that problem to be gone, to be solved, so that his name is what? Glorified. Mm -hmm. But it depends on you, because it's your problem. It depends on you. Amen. But I said, if you remain in him and his words, what? Remain in you. How do you remain in him? And how does he, uh, his words remain in you? The 10 answered us in a summary, John, the same John 15 by the 10. Mm -hmm. We read the 7 to 8, the 10. Mm -hmm. John 15, verse 10. Mm -hmm. If you keep my commands, mm -hmm. you will remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in what? My, my love. love. God is what? Love. love. So how do you remain in him? By keeping, keeping his commands. His commands. Mm -hmm. So when we go back to the... My, John chapter 15, 7 to 8, then Jesus is saying that if you keep my commands... Then whatever you ask for shall be given. So whatever you want from him, look for his word on it. Does it demand righteousness, respect, obedience, and just follow it?
That is why we preach the word. That's why the word is everything. Amen. Amen. And as you follow it, you'll be surprised. One time we had a Bible study on um, marriage. And one of the sessions, a woman called me. An elder woman, pensioner. And she said, Pastor, you were saying certain things today. I said, Mommy, what? Say, you see, all this thing, if I had known, I wouldn't have made a lot of what? Mistakes. Mm. That's what she said to me in the context of marriage. You see, and everything I was saying was the word of God. Scripture by what? Scripture. Scripture. Not like me, myself, I know it. It is the word of God. Me too, I try to obey the word of God. I'm using the word I try to because it's not like I have special grace to obey the word of God. I need to obey it for my own good so that whatever I ask him. So there are things I don't like. There are things I don't like. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but it is his word. Mm. I can give you some examples. Yes, <laughs> yes Pastor. <laughs> but, but it is his word. <laughs> Amen. How many should I give you? Three. Five is too many. <laughs> Five is too many. Three. Three. I'll give you two. I'll give you two. One is fasting. When you fast. I don't know for you, but it's not easy for me to fast. Whenever I come to fast, the night before, ah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> I wish, you know, you don't need to. Or one a, once a year is enough. <laughs> Especially when I'm going to wait and I have to fast. <laughs> but, but he said when you fast, meaning he expects that what? You fast. fast, yes. You see, there's another scripture. That scripture, too, I don't like it, but it's his word. He said if you've quarrel, he was specific. He said if you've quarrel with your wife and you are going to pray, he said... Deal with it, and I'm like, God will not hear your prayer. <laughs> so even though it is her fault, I must make it. <laughs> God, that's what the Bible says. I can show you the scripture. Why is God's word? I have to obey it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see? <laughs> eh? I have to obey it. Brother Chris is asking for one. Yes. <laughs> and you know there are scriptures that I, I wish God could water it down. <laughs> it's true. I also wish he could what? Water it down. So that like it would bring peace. That is God's word. <laughs> and I'll give that one as the third one. Yes. You see, and one of that scripture is, I wish, like, oh, the moment... Two people say, I love you, love other, they can stay together and just fornicate, and it's okay, then they love each other. I wish so. It will solve a lot of issues <laughs> in the church, but it's not like that. It rather brings problems. Yeah. You see? So me too, I must obey the word of God, but then as I obey the word, it becomes peaceful. Mm. You see? It, it becomes peaceful. It will feel like something, but you are better off. All the problems we've had, of this world, 90% is connected to marriage or relationship. Yeah, 90%. If we should have all married as virgins, imagine a lot of problems will not be there. Mm. A lot of problems will not be there. Amen. So you could see that obedience to his word is key. 
Amen. So by saying, if you obey his command, then whatever you are asking for, because that's how you abide in him and his words, what? Abide Abide in what? In you. In you. Mm-hmm. So it is up to you. But not like it's not possible. It is possible. You see, Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 3, mm-hmm. 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with Trust all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust him. You see, trust in him. Mm-hmm. And lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. Eh? In all your ways, submit to him. Mm-hmm. And he will make your path straight. So trust in him. Trust in him. You can have faith in God, but not trust in his ways. But you must trust in God. Like, you see, one, 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 of, my, one of my daughter's friend said to me, but these boys, if you don't sleep with them, they won't marry you. You see, I said, no, you see, that's what you think. You, you see, you all understand. But you'd be surprised God's way. I said, they will sleep with you, but when the time is, they will marry someone else. Mm-hmm. You see, someone maybe you don't you even look down, you think they don't know fashion or something. Yeah. You see, she's she's a Christian, but she didn't trust in the ways of God. So he said, trust in his ways. You might not understand it, or it might not make sense to you. But he said, do not lean on your understanding. Mm. Sometimes when we are reading the Bible, I say, what does this mean? Jesus has to say, my understanding is this, my understanding is this. I say, I say, forget about your understanding. The thing is plain there. He said, that shall not kill. That shall not kill means do not what? Kill. kill. What is your understanding? What? <laughs> you understand? Mm. So he said, don't lean on your own what? Understanding. understanding. But trust in him. Trust in God's ways. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, now, so far, your ways have not worked. If it has worked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you try him. <laughs> try him. Your smartness has not worked. Mm-hmm. Try his ways. Yeah. All heartedly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the word is all. Yes. If you obey all this command. Yes. Up to like three years and see. You see. Mm-hmm. You see. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you don't try all his ways. Unless you, you are trying God's way by your maneuvering, yeah. see, that one, mm-hmm. yeah, up to three years. But then he's, he went to, he gave us a key there, and he said, what? Submit yes. to him. Yes. Submit to him. Then what will happen? And he will make your path straight. straight. Mm-hmm. So for him to make your path straight to your destination, you must submit to him. Mm-hmm. He's the master. Yes. Okay, you say, okay, you so I should, I should say sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though you think you are not the one to say sorry. But I say submit to him. Mm. Then you make the crooked path, yes. the circles yeah. straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to submit to him. God is a serious God. Yes. Go and ask King Saul or ask Adam and Eve. They obeyed just the word. That was it. Yeah. King Saul, the word he obeyed was simple, but that was it. Yeah. So if you don't submit to him, you will struggle. He can't make your path straight, straight before mm-hmm. you. Plus the detail, detail, some, the detail is the small things he tells you. 
by a dream or a vision regarding yes. that situation yes. or by counsel mm-hmm. especially of your pastor regarding that situation that detail yeah you'll be surprised because the detail always coming because the word is general and the same for example the same financial situation but different backgrounds so detail will always what come in your case even we all have financial situation but in your case in your case aha uh-huh. and if you miss this you miss god mm-hmm. psalm 23 psalm 23 we are looking at this we are reading all this to tell you that god is for you he is a good god amen it's for his glory that your problems will be what solved amen. but till you submit it to him till you decide he can't do anything because he doesn't budge in. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Psalm 23, please. Read from the one, maybe to the four. I will interrupt. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Okay. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Mm-hmm. He leads me beside quiet waters. Mm-hmm. He refreshes my soul. Mm-hmm. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Amen. So he said, the Lord is a shepherd. He lacks nothing. So when you look at the Psalm 23, verse 1 to 4, for example, you see that everything is about God. In context, David was telling what God has done. But everything was God. He makes me lie down in greener what? Pastures. pastures. He leads me Beside to still waters. waters. He restoreth my, my soul. soul. But before he led him, before he restored his soul, the Lord was his shepherd. shepherd. The mm-hmm. Lord was the one ahead of him, yes. leading him. Mm-hmm. Pastures stand for the comfort. Still water stand for the peace. It's mm-hmm. when sheep are going to drink, they study the water. If they see bubbles or something, they don't drink. There might be crocodile. You see? So the water has to be still for mm-hmm. the sheep to drink. He leads me. It is him. It is him. So if you want him to lead you to your still waters, to your greener pastures, he has to be the shepherd. Did you note the word the Lord? Yes. He has to be your shepherd. And he must lead you, meaning you must follow. It might not make sense to you, but you Mm. must follow. How many times have I not heard just fighting with the children <laughs> because he said five minutes time turn it off and the thing is in 10 minutes and the child say oh but it's not brown but the mother is saying i know <laughs> i did i say let it be brown i know why i said five minutes turn it out <laughs> we've all experienced this isn't yes. it? the child think you don't know what you're saying yes, you're yes. sometimes the same way with god but if it's like that, you will be destroying things that you want God to do. You must trust in him. It might not be easy. Mm. That is why you have not been able to do it. Mm. But it's not impossible 
for you not to do it. You must determine to do it. Yes. You won't die. No. When you do it, you rather become free. Amen. Don't cover it before God. Don't be a hypocrite before God. Say, I have a problem. This is my problem. This is what I want you to do for me. Don't make excuses. Many Christians make excuses. Mm. You make excuses, excuses. Okay, so the problem is that, okay. Don't make excuses. If you want a way out, don't make excuses. With God. You lie to man, but with God, don't. But if you truly be honest with God, you open up with man. Because God works through men. Yes. With men. Yeah. Among men. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Last but one scripture. James chapter 4 verse 8. James chapter 4 verse 8. Hallelujah. Amen. James chapter 4 verse 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So he said, come near to God and he what? Come near to you. So it's up to you. He wants to be near, but it's up to you. Yeah. If you draw near to me, I think other version or another scripture, Malachi mm-hmm. draw near to God and he will draw near to what? You. you. Come near to him. When God gave us Jesus the answer, this is the scripture he gave us. He said, tell them to draw near to me and I'll draw near to them. Isaiah 55 verse 6. So sometimes you go far you, you, not, you have drawn far. He, he is there. God doesn't move to us. God doesn't move to us. Because if God moved to me, then he's moving away from all the others. Mm. So we are to move to him. So we are to obey the word. We are to go to him. So it is when I'm with God, then his presence is with me. You understand? Mm. Yeah. He's, he, he, he is the man. He's there. We are to move on. To, so he said, draw near to what? God. And he what? Draw near, near to you. you. Isaiah 55 verse 6. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Mm-hmm. Call on him while he is near. Amen. So the scripture we read said, draw near to God and God will near, draw near. And said, call on him whilst he is what? Near. Yeah. So it means that if not here, near, and you are calling on him, he doesn't listen. Or let's put it like this. He does not hear. Not like he's deaf, but he does not hear. You, you understand? Because he said, draw near. Call on him while he, he is, is near. near. Mm. What does it mean? When he's fine, you are calling on him. You waste your time. Mm. These are realities. We Christians, we must face this truth. This reality. That's why I said, draw near to him. And he will draw near to you. So if he's near to you, they say, call on him. While he's near to you. So when he's near to you, when you call on him, then he, that is why Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom. kingdom of God. That's why I said, if you abide in me and abide Amen. in you, praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And he also said, seek the Lord whilst he may, be found. he may be found. So if you are not careful, a time will come, you will seek him, you will not find mm-hmm. him. It is true. You will seek him to help you in that, and you not find him. Because there's no vessel around you 
or no vessel is willing to come mm. for him to use them for you. Mm. You can miss the opportunity. You can throw away all the vessels. There, are, there aren't many vessels. There, are, there aren't many willing vessels. Yeah, you can miss the moment. It is real. The Bible says time and chances happen unto all. Mm -hmm. the, it said the race is not for the sweet, nor the battle for the strong, but time and chance happen. So you can miss it. You can miss it. So I'm just saying this, it, we don't have time. The time is now. The, the time is now. What is it fear? Admit it. There are scriptures. There's a way. Amen. Amen. There's a way. Mm -hmm. Is it depression? Is it sickness? There's a way. Don't hide it. He want to. I mean, are you looking down on yourself? No, no. There's a way. It shouldn't be. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because God, we read the scripture that says, it is that for his glory that we may bear what? Fruit. He needs you to be fruitful. Like today as we came, my prayer is that I'll look at times. Ah, testimony, 30 minutes and still testimony. Cut them short. <laughs> yeah, it gives glory to what? God. Last scripture, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Amen. It gives glory. But the truth of the matter is it depends on you. It does not even depend on the pastor. It does not depend on the pastor. It depends on you. Amen. What do I mean by it doesn't depend on the pastor? The pastor, like I've told you, I've showed you scriptures, but you are to do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am to do it. Mm -hmm. Please, do we understand? Yes. Yes. I've anointed with oil. The Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now you must walk in it. You can go back into your foot. Everything that was done cost 90. You've received power. Yeah. You can quench it. Yeah. Please, we understand. So that's yeah. what I mean by it depends on you. Please read it. Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, mm -hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect So will. we are to be what? Transformed by the renewing of what? The mind. mind. Believe it. It's in the mind. It starts in the mind. It is the mind. It is the mind. So once you decide in your mind that, the Bible calls it the heart, mm. you will do it. If you are having done, you haven't decided, concluded, it is in the mind. So transformation is connected to you renewing what? Your mind. Renewing your mind. The same thing that you think work or has worked for you, it doesn't work again. To be able to change it. Or even the same thing that has been profitable put to you, but to be able to change that now, even though it's been profitable to you, it's not glorifying God. It contradicts God to change your mind. Many people are not able to. That's why the worst statement, I don't say it. And I always tell people that, don't say it. Never say, ask for me. Ask for me. Because when they say, ask for me, to me it's like, you fix your life. You cannot be changed. You cannot be transformed. Ask for me, this is how I am. With me? No. 
You can't change whether they're with me is good or bad. You, you can't change. You, you can't change it. With me, with me, with me, with me. No, 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 no. Don't say that. I don't say that. I don't say with me. No, because I can say I'm eating banana for a week. After I've eaten it three days and I'm not getting food, I say, no, I don't want banana. I want plant. And when you tell me that, but you say you eat it for a week, I say, yes, I've changed my mind. It's not working. I've changed my mind. It's easy because it's in the mind. It's in the mind. Believe it. What have I said today? What am I saying today? The message that the Lord asked me to bring it to is to tell you that he is for you. He's interested in your problems, your troubles. He's also interested in it. But it depends on you. If you will allow him, if you open up to him fully and let him lead you and not lean on your ways, then he will make your path straight. You know what this word of God means to you. I just want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.